She's country. And he's cooter. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let us explain. It's free. There is creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. say thank you stay tuned we got a lot in store and a lot planned so uh <clears throat> there's a whole lot to to learn about god's word and if you've read a scripture verse 99 times and you read it that hundred time and god reveals something to you you might just see something amazing and you'll throw away the 99 other times that you didn't get the revelation out of it. <clears throat> and then you'll be leaving the 99 for the one. Amen. How you like that? I like it. Let's turn to Matthew and 10. <clears throat> you know, God, God put stuff in his word to, to help us understand. You know, like, like when he told uh, Adam. Adam was the first person to get God's word. And God said, Hey, Adam, this right here bottle of mud's yours, and you should take dominion over it and subdue it. <clears throat> or as you know, God likes to uh, do this to us, even in dreams and that kind of thing. Here's, here's Jesus. In Matthew 10 and 16. Behold, I send you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves. But ye therefore, be ye therefore wise as serpents, and harmless as doves, or innocent as doves. I think some say innocent as doves. But beware of men, for they shall deliver you up to councils, and they will scourge you in their synagogues. <clears throat> their their uh, gatherings of religious or uh, curators, you could say. Mm-hmm. And ye shall be brought before governors and kings for my sake, for a testimony against them and the Gentiles. But when they deliver you up, take no thought how or what you shall speak. For it shall be given you in that same hour what you shall speak. For it is not ye that speak, but the Spirit of your Father which speaketh in you. And the brother shall deliver up the brother to death, and the father the child. And the children shall rise up against their parents, and cause them to be put to death. Mm. And he shall be hated of all men for my name's sake. But he that endureth to the end shall be saved. But when they persecute you in this city, flee ye into another. For verily I say unto you, ye shall not have gone over the cities of Israel, till the Son of Man be come. The disciple is not above his master, nor the servant above his Lord. Hmm. Well, that's rough. We know what happened to Jesus. Is it enough for the disciple that he be as his master? No, it is enough for the disciple that he be as his master. 
and the servant as his lord. If they have called the master of the house Beelzebub, how much more shall they call them of this of his household? That'd be us, wouldn't it? <clears throat> so they should be calling us the devils. Hmm, interesting. It's a it's a marker sign right there. Fear them not, therefore, for there is nothing covered that shall not be revealed. Oh, yes, Lord, do it. And hid that shall not be known. When I tell you what I tell you in darkness, that speak ye in light. And what ye hear in the ear, that preach ye upon the housetops. And fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. And don't be afraid of them. Are not two sparrows sold for a farthing? And one of them shall not fall on the ground without your father. But the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Fear ye not, therefore. Ye are more valuable than many sparrows. That like you're a messenger. Like, hey, I'm doing this for such and such. And the word says, even, even, in, this, even in this situation where you're in this diminished kind of uh, titleship, you know, you're not, you're not saying I'm, I'm, the, I'm this apostle giving you some water, you know. <laughs> but you're just in this, in this kind of low status, you know, world, by the world standards. You're in this low status of giving it. Just, I'm just doing this in somebody else's name. Here's a cup of water. But the word says that you, little messenger guy or gal, you won't lose your reward. Amen. Whether there's a title there or not. Amen and amen. Just and then God blesses us on earth too when we line up our lives with his word. I mean, I got a reward. Look at this handsome man next to me. Hey hey. Oh yeah. <laughs> Why didn't God send you to me now? That's right. It's okay. I gave you a kiss, but, you know, these hats are getting all slobbery. Ain't no good ha having a slobbery hat now. <laughs> Woo! Because yeah. if he changes not, you see something in the Word where he says, Behold, like, for instance, before we get off of here, in Ezekiel uh, 22.30, and I sought for a man among them that should make up the hedge and stand in the gap before me for the land that I should not destroy it. So is that going to be? Now see here it says, but I found none. <clears throat> but you know, Abraham was a, he'd say, God, would you, if you found 50 righteous, 10 righteous, would you destroy the city? You know, God was like, no, if I found 10 righteous for their sake, I wouldn't do it. Won't do it. <clears throat> okay. So. Guy's looking for someone to make up the hedge because he was back in the day. So he changes not. So he's still looking for somebody who can stand up and make up the gap. And it don't have to be, you know, sometimes mortar makes up a gap, you know. That's what mortar does. Mm -hmm. But mortar only fills up that little deal there. But that's still important to the whole wall. If you don't believe that, read. You just keep reading in Ezekiel there. Mm -hmm. Right before there. It talks about them building them uh, them buildings without tempered mortar. God was not very pleased with that. And that's about all I got to say today, baby. Amen. Heavenly Father, we well, thank you for today. <clears throat> we well, ask for and receive a double portion of grace for today.
Jesus' name. Jesus' name. He loves you with an everlasting love. Now Jesus learned that the Pharisees had heard that he was gaining and baptizing more disciples than John. Although in fact it was not Jesus who baptized, but his disciples. So he left Judea and went back once more to Galilee. Now he had to go through Samaria. So he came to a town in Samaria called Sychar, near the plot of ground Jacob had given to his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there, and Jesus, tired as he was from the journey, sat down by the well. It was about noon. When a Samaritan woman came to draw water, Jesus said to her, Will you give me a drink? His disciples had gone into the town to buy food. The Samaritan woman said to him, You are a Jew, and I am a Samaritan woman. How can you ask me for a drink? For Jews do not associate with Samaritans. Jesus answered her, If you knew the gift of God, and who it is that asks you for a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. Sir, the woman said, you have nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. Where can you get this living water? Are you greater than our father, Jacob, who gave us the well and drank from it himself? As did also his sons and his livestock.
Jesus answered, Everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks the water I give them will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give them will become in them a spring of water, welling up to eternal life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water, so that I won't get thirsty and have to keep coming here to draw water. He told her, Go, call your husband and come back. I have no husband, she replied. Jesus said to her, You are right when you say you have no husband. The fact is, you have had five husbands. And the man you now have is not your husband. What you have just said is quite true. Sir, the woman said, I can see that you are a prophet. Our ancestors worshipped on this mountain, but you Jews claim that the place where we must worship is in Jerusalem. Woman, Jesus replied, believe me, a time is coming when you will worship the Father neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. You Samaritans worship what you do not know. We worship what we do know, for salvation is from the Jews. Yet a time is coming and has now come when the true worshippers will worship the Father in the Spirit and in truth. For they are the kind of worshippers the Father seeks. God is Spirit, and His worshippers must worship in the Spirit and in truth. The woman said, I know that Messiah, called Christ, is coming. When He comes, He will explain everything to us. Then Jesus declared, I, the one speaking to you, I am He. It was just before the Passover festival. Jesus knew that the hour had come for him to leave this world and go to the Father, having loved his own who were in the world. He loved them to the end. The evening meal was in progress, and the devil had already prompted Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot, to betray Jesus. Jesus knew that the Father had put all things under his power and that he had come from God and was returning to God. So he got up from the meal, took off his outer clothing and wrapped a towel round his waist. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash his disciples' feet, drying them with the towel that was wrapped round him. He came to Simon Peter, who said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus replied, You do not realize now what I am doing, but later you will understand. No, said Peter, you shall never wash my feet. Jesus answered, 
Unless I wash you, you have no part with me. Then Lord Simon Peter replied, not just my feet, but my hands and my head as well. Jesus answered, those who have had a bath need only to wash their feet. Their whole body is clean, and you are clean, though not every one of you. For he knew who was going to betray him, and that was why he said, not everyone was clean. When he had finished washing their feet, he put on his clothes and returned to his place. Do you understand what I have done for you? He asked them. You call me teacher and Lord, and rightly so, for that is what I am. Now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also should wash one another's feet. I have set you an example that you should do as I have done for you. Very truly I tell you, no servant is greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. Now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them. I am not referring to all of you. I know those I have chosen. But this is to fulfill this passage of scripture. He who shared my bread has turned against me. I am telling you now before it happens, so that when it does happen, you will believe that I am who I am. Very truly I tell you, whoever accepts anyone I send accepts me. And whoever accepts me, accepts the one who sent me. After he had said this, Jesus was troubled in spirit and testified, Very truly I tell you, one of you is going to betray me. His disciples stared at one another, at a loss to know which of them he meant. One of them, the disciple whom Jesus loved, was reclining next to him. Simon Peter motioned to this disciple and said, ask him which one he means. Leaning back against Jesus, he asked him, Lord, who is it? Jesus answered, it is the one to whom I will give this piece of bread when I have dipped it in the dish. Then, Dipping the piece of bread, he gave it to Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot. As soon as Judas took the bread, Satan entered into him. So Jesus told him, what you're about to do, do quickly. But no one at the meal understood why Jesus said this to him. Since Judas had charge of the money, some thought Jesus was telling him to buy what was needed for the festival or to give something to the poor. As soon as Judas had taken the bread, he went out and it was night. When he was gone, Jesus said, now the son of man is glorified 
and God is glorified in him. If God is glorified in him, God will glorify the Son in himself and will glorify him at once. My children, I will be with you only a little longer. You will look for me, and just as I told the Jews, so I tell you now. Where I am going, you cannot come. A new command I give you. Love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you love one another. Simon Peter asked him, Lord, where are you going? Jesus replied, where I am going, you cannot follow now, but you will follow later. Peter asked, Lord, why can't I follow you now? I will lay down my life for you. Then Jesus answered, Will you really lay down your life for me? Very truly, I tell you, before the cock crows, you will disown me three times. Now there was a Pharisee, a man named Nicodemus, who was a member of the Jewish ruling council. He came to Jesus at night and said, Rabbi, we know that you are a teacher who has come from God. For no one could perform the signs you are doing if God were not with him. Jesus replied, Very truly I tell you, no one can see the kingdom of God unless they are born again. How can someone be born when they are old? Nicodemus asked. Surely they cannot enter a second time into their mother's womb to be born. Jesus answered, Very truly I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God unless they are born of water and the Spirit. Flesh gives birth to flesh, but the Spirit gives birth to Spirit. You should not be surprised at my saying. You must be born again. The wind blows wherever it pleases. You hear its sound, but you cannot tell where it comes from or where it is going. So it is with everyone born of the Spirit. How can this be? Nicodemus asked. You are Israel's teacher, said Jesus. And do you not understand these things? Very truly, I tell you, we speak of what we know, and we testify to what we have seen. But still, you people do not accept our testimony.
I have spoken to you of earthly things, and you do not believe. How then will you believe if I speak of heavenly things? No one has ever gone into heaven except the one who came from heaven, the Son of Man. Just as Moses lifted up the snake in the wilderness, so the Son of Man must be lifted up, that everyone who believes may have eternal life in him. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe stands condemned already, because they have not believed in the name of God's one and only Son. This is the verdict. Light has come into the world, but people loved darkness instead of light, because their deeds were evil. Everyone who does evil hates the light and will not come into the light for fear that their deeds will be exposed. But whoever lives by the truth comes into the light so that it may be seen plainly that what they have done has been done in the sight of God. After this, Jesus and his disciples went out into the Judean countryside, where he spent some time with them and baptized. Now John also was baptizing at Anon near Salim, because there was plenty of water and people were coming and being baptized. This was before John was put in prison. An argument developed between some of John's disciples and a certain Jew over the matter of ceremonial washing. They came to John and said to him, Rabbi, that man who was with you on the other side of the Jordan, the one you testified about, look, he is baptizing and everyone is going to him. To this, John replied, a person can receive only what is given them from heaven. You yourselves can testify that I said, I am not the Messiah, but am sent ahead of him. The bride belongs to the bridegroom. The friend who attends the bridegroom waits and listens for him and is full of joy when he hears the bridegroom's voice. That joy is mine and it is now complete. He must become greater. I must become less. The one who comes from above is above all. The one who is from the earth belongs to the earth and speaks as one from the earth. The one who comes from heaven is above all. He testifies to what he has seen and heard, but no one accepts his testimony. Whoever has accepted it has certified that God is truthful. For the one whom God has sent speaks the words of God. For God gives the Spirit 
without limit. The father loves the son and has placed everything in his hands. Whoever believes in the son has eternal life, but whoever rejects the son will not see life, for God's wrath remains on them. Your testimony of Jesus. He overcame. They overcame by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. That is Revelation 12, 11. We're looking for partners. Anybody who wants to jump on board. And we're also looking for prayer requests. And you can all email us at daltonteam100 at gmail.com.